Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Let's jump in the kitchen with Dryer Bus. Hey guys, good morning. It's the weekend. It's the weekend. So that means all week I have been doing how to get out of bed podcast and I was getting ready to do another and I realized it was the weekend and I need to tell you all that happened in the kitchen this week. Let me The most memorable thing, which I wish I can go in the kitchen right now and duplicate, which there are some leftovers. Uh, is the mushroom gravy. I get a lot of conversations, a lot of questions um, when I post the mushroom gravy because it's very, it's a very simple thing to make. A lot of people are intimidated with gravies because so many different ways of making it, depending on the region that you're from. It's literally when your history, your background, your culture, and all that stuff kind of comes into play. But what really should come into play is what do you like? Okay, what... What do you want? Um, There's some, you know, they go real deep in the root. If, if you come from an area where people are real serious about their gumbos, then the color variations and so forth are a thing. I'm from the South. I'm I'm in Georgia. Uh, it don't get that deep. It really, it really does not get that deep. Yeah, that's fine. I guess got a text about breakfast. Um, it really does not get that deep, but. Because when you're making, here in Georgia, everything, you know, growing up for us, it was like everything was brown. It was like quick gravy. Um, every gravy went on everything. There was gravy always available. Uh, even if you wanted, like, you know, like even with fried chicken, you had an option. You could just get the regular fried chicken or you can smother. Smother was a thing, okay? Everything could be smothered in, around here. And, yeah, there were a couple of variations of you know, the brown, you know, staying toward the lighter side if you wanted it creamy, um, going toward the darker side. And then, okay, I'm talking again, Georgia. I know my Louisiana folks and I know my West Coast folks and all those other things. Some people want to say the rule and the bejamels and all that kind of stuff. Listen, start with your flour. Some people say, what about cornstarch? I know all of that. You listen, you need a, you need a flour. You need a flour. It could be a wheat flour. I don't know, whatever you need a powder substance by which to create the thickness. And I'm just trying to make it real simple. Um, for me now, one of the reasons I love mushroom gravy is I love mushrooms. I love onions. Um, here in this kitchen, my kitchen, our household and from myself, my mother, my daughters, um, Everything starts out either with onion or mushroom or bell pepper. Okay. Now I know again, going across a couple of state lines, it is celery. And actually, you know what? I'm going to borrow from y'all because I've been using a little bit more celery. In fact, what I put the mushroom gravy on was a meatloaf. And, and I usually try to do a meatloaf either early on during the week, depending on how busy we're going to be or leaning towards the weekend just to have something good in there for lunch because there's usually leftovers when we do the meatloaf usually unless it's really good there's usually leftovers so right now there's some meatloaf leftovers in there and i'm being asked about breakfast and i'm already like thinking about the fact that that mushroom gravy has been sitting for like a couple of days so you know it's like extra thick and extra good i can either go for it like that or i can thin it out i'm talking this is gravy. we're talking about the gravy train on this one y'all not not that gravy train but okay but i'm just thinking and I, and I woke up thinking about this. Um, what I did, okay, like I said, I did a meatloaf. And like I said, I usually will try to do it around Mondays because then I could either go meatloaf 
or I could go meatballs, which we don't do a lot of meatballs. We don't do a lot of Italian style. Um, meat meatloaf or meatballs or um, if I'm going to even just brown that up, maybe do some spaghetti. We hadn't done spaghetti in a while. We did do, I did make a sauce, but I can't remember. Oh, we ended up doing chicken parmesan with the sauce. Uh, I've learned to make a homemade sauce because I'm always buying tomatoes. And one of the reasons I'm always buying tomatoes because in ordering online, you know how you need to hit that threshold for free shipping. And it'll oftentimes recommend something that I always buy, which is usually either mushrooms or tomatoes or onion or potato here or there just to get, you know, make the free shipping thing. So in this last round, I had mushrooms and I didn't have tomatoes. I had mushrooms, I had plenty of onion. And uh, actually, I didn't put onion. I put onions in the meatloaf. So the meatloaf, being that I did it on a, a I want to say on a Thursday. We did it on Thursday. I figured, you know, Friday we'll probably eat out or I'll throw something together. Then Saturday, like today, you know, we'll double back to the leftovers for maybe early lunch uh, if we're out and about or if we're home or something like that or busy, right? Um, so the meatloaf, I usually will... Either I'll have, if it's earlier towards the week, then it's fresh vegetables. If it's later towards the week, then it's usually breath, uh, vegetables that are on like kind of their last leg, like the celery was on its way out. And I never have really added celery to really anything, but I, when I do buy it, you know, you have to buy it in such a full stock that you try and add it here and there not to let it all go to waste. There's never a time that celery doesn't go to waste up in here. And I've been trying to use it more. Um, because one of the things I've learned by adding celery, you don't have to add so much salt and that, you know, got to get, got to get away from the salt. Um, so I put some celery in it, but first things first, onions and bell pepper going, going in. Um, I used to rebuke breadcrumbs cause I always thought breadcrumbs was a, a way of stretching meals from the great depression <laughs> and just never really realized how flavorful they were. If you get good seasoned breadcrumbs, or even if you like have croutons lingering around after your little salad phase, um, they are, they do come very well seasoned, especially if you get like, you know, the garlic onion or the Italian kind, or, uh, there was one and I'm still trying to find, I keep, I don't think about it until I get ready to do this podcast. One time we ordered, um, breadcrumbs, so I was going to make something and they ended up sending a substitute and I was like mad, but the substitute was so good. It was, it was, um, more, I don't, it was green breadcrumbs and stuff. So that let me know it was either had spinach or, or something or some seasoning in it. And the breadcrumbs were so full of flavor, but I remember it being a brand I'd never seen before. It was actually a box with two bags of them in the box. I have to go back and figure out which store I ordered from so I can look at the previous orders to find these so that I can make that my standard because, and then they also had a little bit of spice and a little kick to it. Um, we, I put it on some chicken. I also put it on some vegetables. I did cause we did a chicken Parmesan, but then we came back and doubled back with the veggie Parmesan because people on my timeline were like, how could we do this for vegetarians? I was like, well, I'm not vegan, but I think if you just slice up some, um, squash, zucchini, maybe even eggplant or whatever, um, and use the breadcrumbs. So when we did it, I did a version for TikTok, but then guess what we did in the household? Everybody jumped on the veggies as opposed to the chicken. I was like, oh, I need to rock that more. And then too, you know, I like putting things in the oven more so than 
cooking things on the stove. And so breadcrumbing it, putting it on a nice tray with the parchment paper uh, in the oven, it, it cooks quickly, it cooks evenly, and it comes away from the pan. Um, and then you put your sauce and your cheese and all that stuff on it. So that was really good. But back to this meatloaf. So vegetables that were kind of, I had a half of um, bell pepper because I used half the bell pepper and something else early in the week. So I had that half of bell pepper staring at me. I had um, some onions, which, you know, got to rotate those in and out of the bin. Um, I also had some sweet potatoes, which actually I was doing too much of something else and didn't get a chance to nurture that as well. So that dish didn't go off as well. But I did, um, let me see. So we had onions, bell pepper, put some breadcrumbs in there. And I didn't put the mushrooms in the meatloaf. I actually sauteed those off and made the mushroom gravy. You know what? Uh I keep saying I'm going to make some turkey wings. Now, we, Patty Betty doesn't too much care for the turkey wings because she said my mother used to cook them all the time. And my mother did. And then I cooked them all the time when they were little. Because, again, it's something you can season it up, marinate it really well. Uh, Turkey wings have a lot of meat on them. And you put them in the oven and you hit them off with a really amazing gravy, whether you go with the mushroom gravy or, I mean, it just, because the juice, the stock that comes off of baking the turkey wings is so good, you might as well smother them in uh, in an amazing gravy. It's going to make an amazing gravy. You know, any any of that juice coming off the, coming off any kind of um, poultry. Um, chicken, turkey, it's just good, especially if you marinate it and it was seasoned well, that's going to be good, and so you want to put a gravy on there, but the little turkey wings I baked, I baked those for somebody else, so that went out the door, um, but I'm thinking maybe some turkey wings, and my, and I noticed that one of my favorite barbecue guys, if not my favorite barbecue guys, has been doing turkey wings, I don't know, is that a thing, are they out there abundantly, you know what's so funny, I'll tell you, I went actually to the store myself this week, and I was so lost, (laughs) I literally probably was in there like 40 minutes trying to find an item which they were out of, but I kept, they kept telling me it's got to be one of three departments. It's, it was looking for essential oil. And it was like, it's probably back over in the vegan section or the natural health remedy section. It's probably over in the pharmacy or it's probably in the beauty section. I could not find this. And these were some oils they had on sale, which I'm kind of glad I didn't find them because I went back to my staple uh, items at a staple store. And so, um, which... I'm glad because I came home and made my soap. That's another thing. That's kind of offside of the kitchen. You know, we're becoming a soap maker. Um, and so I ended up having to do that. But again, um, the meatloaf is in there. The gravy is in there. I'm trying to think what other. We had leftover. We had mac and cheese earlier in the week. Um, and so we had that leftover. We had field peas this week, um, which are glory peas, which are, you know, well, very well seasoned and delicious. Um, and actually those are leftovers. So probably gonna have meatloaf and the field peas, um, which actually we also have some greens. So let me see. Um, ate out a couple times this week. Maybe it was a couple or once. I think there's a dog getting started. I think, I think maybe just once we ordered in, um, because the week started off so busy. This was, um, kind of, I know for a lot of people went back 
to work this week or back into the routine change up. Of course, you know, it was the end of the school year uh, here in Georgia. So lots of uh, graduation uh, ceremonies. We actually had a teacher parade in the neighborhood. That was exciting. I was up working on some stuff and I was hearing all this noise and I was like, a teacher parade. So of course I ran outside and did a little video of that. And that was really cute. Um, The way in which people have a adapted to you know going through the quarantines and and dealing with COVID-19 and so forth and uh the disruption of the school year disruption of the workflow and so forth it really felt like this week because we're in Georgia and Georgia is forcing reopening um which I'm glad school is out even though they're forcing reopening um some people are really ecstatic like I said I got out yesterday day before yesterday um and I went to the store and I literally there was a a kind of a bench there and I literally just sat and just kind of watched and look and was waiting um for some stuff and uh I just kind of watched and look and it it's funny because when you're home and you're quarantining you don't really get a sense of like the only time I really get out is like I'm walking the dog if I go to the mailbox or I go for a walk but when you're out there, you're like, wait, am I missing something? It really feels like that movie where the guy, the not the Kimmy, the new Kimmy movie, but the one back in the day where the guy lived in the bunker with the parents and, and uh, they realized that I guess the time elapsed and they could come up and they sit him and he realized that, wait, people have just been living their lives. That's how it feels. It's like, wait. People have just been living their lives while many of us have been like afraid of, of everything, even our own shadow to a point. And uh, so going out to the store, it's like I'm, I'm excited when I get out there. But then when I get back and you realize that you've got to for the next two weeks, keep in mind of everybody that you've come in contact with. And we uh, had a um, I had a soft lunch of the soap store last weekend so I had to go out and and get all my shipping supplies and and actually ship some orders um so I worked on that all weekend and then of course Monday those things shipped and uh so I had to go to the post office which I got a chance to see you know the new which was something that really should have been it's funny because a lot of the stuff that's in place should have been in place like people have should have should have been ordering curbside and pick up or offering curbside and pick up um should have been working from home and I love the fact that people are that you know people are spending time in their communities and and because communities you know that's the only way for communities to thrive and when you think about that most people work outside of their neighborhoods um that that and and eat lunch outside of their neighborhood and now people were that flourishing economy that floor those dollars are being spent in the neighborhood uh that can't be anything but good and that's just really important to me about local shopping because um uh, i live in a, a neighborhood a community a county in a city um that is driven by the small business and some, a lot of the people that i know in my neighborhood they either work for a small business or they're operating a small business and most people i know sell something so it's good to see um people really you know even though you can't really say oh people are thriving it's just surviving it's good to see people surviving i use that word surviving it's good to see businesses ad- adapting to 
what we're going through and so forth. And when I, even when I went to the store, even though, you know, everybody wasn't on top of each other, it was busy. And I know in this, especially as it, as it relates to the kitchen, I had to change grocers because when this thing kicked off, you know, the grocer that I thought I liked going to, they couldn't keep up. And I don't know that they, they were even trying to keep up, you know, everything was so iffy in the beginning, but then I was seeing the promotions from this other store saying, we're going to make sure we have everything. We're going to make sure that we're open. We're going to, um, we're going to switch up our hours a little bit, but here's what's going to be so convenient about that. And so safe about that. And here's what you're going to be able to, you know, order online. And here's what you're going to get at curbside. And if you come into the store, you know, they were communicating that and they were like in your ear and in your face. And I'm like, you know what? And trying it out. I'm like, let me try it out. And then when you, especially if you're ordering online, when you're ordering online and and next thing you know, the food is at the door and you didn't have to spend all day with your shopper saying, hey, they don't have this, they don't have that. It's like, whoa, you know, the food's here. It's like they had everything. Uh, and so things are starting to get back to normal. Other stores are opening. And I think if anybody is opening and thinking that and thinking that, Everything goes back to normal. I think that's the wrong way to do this. Um, I think, and it's a holiday weekend, so some people have a three-day weekend. I hope our essential workers, um, shout out to them that they enjoy their time this weekend. But if companies, you know, if businesses are thinking that people are going to be really rolling all back up into these spaces, yeah, you want to get back to that to some degree but you don't want to get back to the point of people ever 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 again being just on top of people you know uh even like i can't wait to do something outdoorsy um this weekend i want to go dine out but i want to dine outdoors i want to go to an event i want to be outdoors and i want people to be spread out you know i don't want somebody on top of me or in my space or in my face right so those are some of the things that i'm worried about and um i think in this I think when we first started, yes, we did 17 minutes into this, guys, for those of you that are listening for a time stop. Um, started out, yeah, we, we, I'm trying to think, I think when this first started, I think we ate out more. We did, we had to eat out more because it was hard to get um, groceries delivered because there were a lot of things that they were out of. There were, you know, it's hard to get delivery times. Um, until that started to normalize, they added on more people and we switched stores. Then we could start shopping again. Then we could start really cooking again. Um, one of the habits we had to go back to was had to have a little few canned goods. Cause again, some things were just not available. And then for the convenience, and I won't say for the convenience, just because the, we, we had developed, we had, um, developed habits of eating more fresh and kind of on demand, you know, only buying what we were going to cook over the next 24 to 48 hours. Uh, so ordering a couple times a week to now you got to get it in, got to order this day, got to make sure you get an early delivery. Um, so we ended up having to get a couple of canned goods as well as go back to putting things in the freezer, uh, especially when we caught deals and sales and things like that, because the food supply chain, um, let's talk about that at 19 into this. The food supply chain was disrupted because um, a lot of places who were, you know, we think about all these restaurants, uh, now that they couldn't have dine-in and, and they were only 
um, making it by sheer grace of their delivery and curbside services. They weren't ordering as much, so therefore there wasn't much food, you know, in the supply chain. The supply chain was probably cut in half, and then you saw where people are dumping food. Uh, I saw videos of an onion plant that was just dumping onions, the milk, the dairy, they're dumping dairy. Uh, in fact, I saw a post that said, hey, uh, it was like in one, of, I think in one of the soap makers groups, somebody shared that because a lot of people make soap with various milks and, and goat milk and all that kind of stuff. And somebody shared a post that this one of the dairies were going to do a dumping. And if you um, use these things um, to in other, you know, besides cons consumption, um, come and bring containers and get it. And a lot of places, if you live near places like that, you might want to check. Uh, I know here, some of the poultry places um, were then were now offering sales direct to consumers because, you know, again, the supply chain was disrupted. Some much of it was on hold. So somewhere, there's a lot of stuff going um, to waste. And I noticed a number of farms, a number of friends saying that they were ordering these um, curated boxes directly from farmers. And I keep saying, I need to do that because I saw one posted day before yesterday. I was like, man, it had everything in it. And it was so beautifully colored. Um, the colors, the freshness. I was like, oh yeah, I want one of those. Because I myself was excited about this time of year because a lot of the smaller cities outside of Atlanta uh, would, would have had outdoor fresh markets. And particularly like Marietta has one. I think a couple of places between here and there, even here, have farmers markets. Uh, and I don't go to like the larger farmers markets because I just noticed a lot of people had the same boxes. And I'm like, how do you coming from a farm and y'all got the same boxes? That I, I need to go. I want to. I, I like shopping small, and I love shopping locally. And I, I really wish. Um, I, Right now, there's some people that are undermining um, the systems that are trying. People are trying to put in place. So, if they were to open up an outdoor market, it it might not be as pleasant as sane people want to make it. But I do hope. I want to check tomorrow and see uh, what's out there because I'm hoping, being this being a holiday weekend, that people will test some things because. It is, it is said that, I mean, there's some simple things that we can do to protect ourselves. You know, one, don't let anybody all up in your space. Don't get all up in anybody else's space. You know, protect yourself. Understanding that the mask, you know, you're not walking around with a, what is an aspirator or a gas mask. So, yeah, you're still breathing in. The, the thing about it is, is maintaining your own germs, you know, keeping your germs out of the ecosystem. Just do that. And there are those that don't want to do that, you know. And so it has created some volatile situations and you just got to be on alert for these people that just want to make society a living hell. Um, but on that, aside from that, I cannot wait until I can go and get some fresh eggs some smoked salmon. Oh my God. I really want, I was hoping that was going to be my thing, um, to go to Marietta, um, to their outdoor market, which happens on the square. And there, there are a couple of vendors that had smoked salmon, um, fresh farm eggs. Actually, and I found the egg one 
on Facebook. Um, and I have to go back and find the, some of the posts that I did where I, I tagged some of those vendors. Because one thing about it, and think about this, guys, if you are out there vending, and, and again, you know, that's where we would have been um, had things continued the way that they were, uh, the way we were. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Um, that's one of the things we, we had hoped to do with the soap is to be out and about. And I still may, you know, I'm, I'm still going to look for a way to do that. Um, but one thing also is that, um, a lot of them are, have found a way to reach their customers. And so, and they are, they are offering, the offerings, you know, the thing about it is to at least look for people, at least try to find people, try to find, try to find a small business, try to search for them, um, because the things are still out there in quite an abundance. Um, you just have to figure out where they go, you know, look for people. Don't just let people, I say it all the time. Don't just let things vanish. Don't let people vanish. Don't let things, don't let things die with you. If you know, now is the time to, to share. Now is the time to go live. Now is the time to talk about those resources that you find. And, and, and you, people will be start coming to you because you are providing that resource, you know, um, let me think. I'm trying to think of it something that I truly miss. I don't know that there's anything that I can't necessarily get hold of um, right now. You know, even though, like I said, those outdoor markets are not there. Some of the vendors I've been able... Oh, I was going to talk about vending. Some of the vendors I have been able to, to find. And some of them are in our stores. Some of the stores are opening up to that. Another thing, too, sadly, when the malls close, is that I know Macy's has started offering shelf, um, shelf, shelving or shelf space, shelf space to smaller businesses. So when you think about that, that would have been a disruption there. That's what I'm thinking about. Like, what was, what was truly disrupted only thing like you know for the eggs that i love the price is you know i have to i really have to shop around you really have to compare pricing and and uh so yeah there's a little bit more expense to that but while those things have those expenses have gone up there are a lot of things that we aren't paying for right now a lot of things that prices have gone down so it it, it's kind of equals out i don't know that i've heard people complain too much about like inflation you know we could if you think about it where we've been before in different times, you know, we could be at, you know, a time with greater inflation and the fact that, you know, people aren't out there truly gouging. Um, but hopefully this weekend, I, you know, I hope people don't over, overdo it so that next week we don't, you know, see numbers inflating again or having to, you know, completely shut down again. And we know that all eyes are on Georgia as well as a couple of other states and the leadership is not the best. Um, which is why, you know, you need to check and make sure, just check on your family and, and don't overdo it. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's really hard here in and around Atlanta because we are such a, a summer city. Um, Memorial Day would have, you know, kicked off one of the larger, um, festivals. I think what the Caribbean festival, maybe and the Dogwood festival, if I'm trying to, if I remember correctly, and I think one of them. Or uh, if not both have moved their dates. A lot of things were moved back to August 
and even September. And we're the kind of city where events, outdoor events can go up as far as December, depending on the weather. And we've actually been pretty cool. It's, the weather's kind of been cooler. T temperatures have been cooler um, leading up to now. And we're in May and ready to head into June. And l luckily for us, it's not 90 degrees yet. We had a couple days where the temperatures really got up there. But um, only thing I have not had in the kitchen yet are peaches. I have not. Because by now I would have made some peach lemonade. So I'm going to look for some, I'm going to look for some peaches. Uh, one of my favorite stores, smaller stores, they added uh, curbside and delivery service as well. So I'll probably check and see if they got Georgia peaches in. Because I thought I heard the Georgia peaches were going to do pretty good. Because I have not made, I've not made one of my skillet cobblers come to think about it. I haven't even turned on my, my, uh, my mixer uh, yeah, I haven't done any, I haven't baked anything. Um, you know what? I'm, I mean, really, cause, um, we, I don't know. Our, our meals have been kind of staples and because of, again, and I think because again, what's available, like I'm drinking plain lemonade right now. I don't even have, I actually just finished a pineapple lemonade. Um, I haven't had a lot of flavored lemonade. Strawberry, I did do strawberries. Strawberries have been pretty decent on price. Um, so we did a pineapple. I can't believe how much the whole pineapples have been. Um, so I did get a whole pineapple and I did do a strawberry. So those, those are the last two I did. And the, the blueberries and the blueberries and blackberries have been kind of on the steep end. You kind of watch for those to be on sale. Raspberries have been running pretty good. Um, so, but I just, and the lemons, um, came, I ordered a bag of lemons. Sometimes when I ordered a bag of lemon, sometimes I get a bag with 10 small lemons or five big lemons. The last one, the one I have now came with five huge lemons. Um, so I literally only used three. I still use three cause they were various sizes and, but I actually made more lemonade, uh, cause they were so big. So actually I had enough for the pitcher and, um, one of the containers that I put in the freezer. I didn't freeze it because I figured I would drink this all weekend while working and stuff. Um, but that's it. That's what's going on in the kitchen. 30 seconds left to tell you. Um, to keep following, actually, I'm going to go live here in just a bit. I've got a couple of soaps. I actually made four loaves of soap this over the last two days that I'm going to cut this morning. But, you know, those soaps will be premiered in July. We're already up to July. Um, our, our May and June soaps are on there. The deadline, the release dates are approaching for our June um, 1st date. And we've got June 1st and June 15th. Um, the June 1st soaps are about ready and they, they really are. They can actually ship this weekend as well. The June 15th soaps, um, we're going to get those out because a couple of those are going right for Father's Day. So um, I'll double check those. They may be ready because it's usually four to six weeks. So they may be ready June. For, I was hoping June 1st. Um, and then it depends on where they are. I think I made them simple enough where they may be ready at the four week mark, um, we'll do a test. We'll do the test on those because I'm hoping to get those out sooner than later because they are our men's fragrances and we're prepping for our Father's Day orders are coming in. So really excited about that. Uh, and it's been going really well. Uh, I found 
my the recipe that I like to use that I can roll out soap. I have found the essential oils that I love to use. And the next thing I was watching some videos uh, combining the kitchen and the soap with some of the natural colorants because I really want to use. Um, I really want to like like say for instance the soaps that I'm doing for July is that one's an apple, one's a carrot, and these are natural colors: apple, carrot, and banana um, soaps. And, uh, I did a peppermint one, which had the house smelling amazing. So that's, those four will actually get cut today. Hopefully cut today because I, I had to, um, because of the additives, I had to do a little bit different process. So they may take an extra day to actually harden. Uh, I'll see where they are. I'll check those in just a moment. I'm trying to leave them alone. Uh, you know, he's like, so your new babies, you just stare at them, right? Um, but I'm really hoping that, and I have some, I have some nat, I have some powders um, that I was going to use in the kitchen that I'm not yet really incorporated into the kitchen that I think I'll be able to incorporate into the soap. If you want to check out the soap, um, you can go over to shop.dryerbus.com where we have not one, not two, but actually three stores where you're going to have your the bookstore, which has always been there. Now you have the soap, soap store. And then, of course, the lemonade stand is to come as soon as we can find a supplier that can deliver in this time. So... Uh, stay tuned for the lemonade stand. All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for checking us out and listening on this holiday weekend. Happy Memorial Day. And just do me one more favor. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.